everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of the GYST podcast. The podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Uh, you st- you stumbled there for a second. I was like, wait a second, is that my I part? No, it's not my part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the uh, man. Uh, I would just like to take a quick second and, and just kind of say something on air if that's okay with you, fellas. No way. Okay. So, well, I guess today's episode then is going to be about... What? Sam was calling us back. <laughs> today's episode? Uh, yeah. So, it's... it's uh, n- what we did was we got together and we put together nine of the little life hacks that we do ourselves. So these are three each. Uh, We got together beforehand to kind of talk about these. And what we did was we picked the top three from each person. And that's what we are going to present to you. So with that, I am Rohit Rohila. Glenn Rocks here. And your man Kyle Reed on the mic. Little man, Hobbit Bardwatch. That was his thing. I had to bring it back. I like it. I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> you want to kick things off? Sure, sure. Let's uh, let's rotate. Rotate one, 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 one. Yeah, why not? I dig it. All right. Well, I'll go. I will start right now. We're gonna just dive right into this this week, guys. So you <clears throat> mentioned though that you wanted to say something. Was that it about the episode? No, there was something I wanted to say, oh, but you said go no. for it. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was sorry. I was joking. My bad. I was. Oh. Giving, I was just being silly. Um. So unfortunately, we have had. Um, a, a lot of celebrities recently pass away. And even today, King Kong Bundy. Um, Ooh, I heard this morning. And there was, there was one, that, one that happened last week that really hit me hard. And the fir- one of the first things I did was I reached out to Christina and I said, look, I'm, I'm not going to be communicating with you today. Um, I just want to be left alone. If you have any questions, you can reach out to my sister. But I just wanted to be alone. And that was uh, Peter Tork of the Monkees. Um, I don't think you guys even know, but from childhood, the Monkees have been front and center of my life. Like, I, I've got all their music, all their songs memorized. Um, the, the TV show, I've even seen the movie. Um, I've been to their concerts, like really at, at the heart of of who I am. And I think it goes back to elementary school where, you know, you're, you're trying to figure stuff out and life out and you come home and, and they were always there and they were positive and And it was just so interesting because even though there were, you know, as they say, a manufactured image with no philosophy, <laughs> um, each four of those represented a, a different type of person. And you had, you know, the, the person who was short that kind of got picked on for being short. You had the guy who was kind of serious and, and really kind of thinking things out. You had the guy who was kind of goofy and just wanted to make everyone laugh. And they had the other guy who was really sensitive. And I can relate to all four of those, but the one that I kind of always found myself relating to was Peter. He, he played the, the sensitive one. And... As, as a guy growing up, you know, sensitivity, you get picked on. And just seeing him and, and being able to relate to that 
was just so impactful for me. And, and when, when he passed, um, he, he's the second one now to, to have passed, but each one is just, it's, it's a tough day. And I just kind of wanted to sit and reflect. And so just wanted to share that with you guys. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people, and I wouldn't have known either until I didn't, I didn't realize how big of a fan of the monkeys that you were for a yeah. long time until fairly recently, maybe a couple of years or something. Um, so when you told me, I, I had no clue who Peter Tork was. You know, I, I don't know much about the monkeys other than I think what I, I wouldn't even call myself a casual fan. I know a couple of their songs. That's yeah. it, right? You know, like probably like a lot of people, but um, I'm sure they have a lot of huge fans like yourself, but. To hear how impactful they were to your life and what that meant to you is pretty huge. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah. And every time I, it's kind of funny, every time I go to one of their concerts or, or I see them or something like that, I, I get a thank you card and I put a $5 Starbucks gift card in there. And say, it says, look, I, I will never be able to tell you how much of an impact you've made in my life. And, and I know having the opportunity to buy you a cup of coffee is probably never going to happen. And so just please take this from me as a thank you and enjoy a cup of coffee. How do you do that? Um, usually like, cause I mean, it's not like they have huge venues, you know, a lot yeah. of them will come to like, like I, I met Mickey, um, at a, at Muckleshoot or something. Yeah. Okay. And you know, they had a meet and greet, got picture, autograph, all that kind of stuff and give to him. Huh. Um, and, uh, saw them in concert, it's it's in Vancouver, I, I, Sleep Country, Vancouver, Canada, or no, Vancouver, oh, oh Washington Clark County Fair, yeah, Browns. somewhere around okay. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, th they all have like different <clears throat> meet and greets and stuff like that. So I just you know, look, hmm. I would love to buy you a cup of coffee. That's that awesome. chance probably won't happen. So hmm. from me to you, that's huge. So thank you, fellas, for. Uh, I know we've got a packed agenda. So no, no, we're we're solid. That's 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 huge. And and I want to. Thank you, for one, for sharing that, and two, for actually calling me back. I had no clue that day that I'd called you. I called you for something. I can't remember what it was, but you called me back later that day or or something, and when you had explained it to me, I was kind of like, wow. Yeah, aside from my sister, you were the only one that I talked to that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I was pulling up to my house in my driveway when I was talking to you about it, so I remember it very vividly, and I was like, wow, that's that's a big deal. Like, you, you made it a point to call me back, even though you had already decided on this day that you wanted some solo time to reflect. So that, that was huge for me, so thank you. Awkward. <clears throat> now, today's episode, as Rohit mentioned, is all about the GYST life hacks. My first life hack of the day is what I like to call the 60-second rule. And no, it's not what Glenn's girlfriend thinks it is. Oh, oh roasted. Wow. Totally. <laughs> that's funny because believe it's true. me, that's, that's all it takes for me to get her done. You're an efficient man, my brother, my brother. More I, sleep time. I say something. I say something to podcast quite a bit. If not now, then when? Right, and that kind of applies to this rule. Do it now. If you have anything in your life that takes less than a minute, two minutes, three minutes, the rule can be whatever you want it to be to do. Do it now. You wake up in the morning, make your bed. One of the things I do that I was discussing with these guys earlier was mail. Everyone gets mail. Stale mail still shows up. Ads, Burger King coupons, Black Angus coupons, Val Pack, whatever it may be, right? As soon as my mail comes in, 
I take a look at it and I sort it. Why do I want to just let it sit around and take up space? It's another task that I don't want to do. As soon as I bring the mail in the house, I begin to sort it. It takes me less than a minute and it saves so much time. I can decide whether a piece of mail requires an action, like a bill, water bill, light bill, sewer, whatever, right? Whatever right, it may be. Right. I put that in a pile where I need to keep it and I take action on it. And if not, if it's junk, I toss it. If it's something that seems interesting or I want a reminder, I'll put that note in my phone on my calendar, set a reminder, or I'll put something on my fridge. Like one of the things that I got was a coupon for a free buffet at the Snoqualmie Casino. Oh, that sounds awesome. Nice. It ends the end of this month, end of March. So, okay, it's in the calendar. It's on the uh, it's on the refrigerator. And we're not going to take advantage of it. We'll go to the Snoqualmie Casino and, I don't know, maybe play some slots or roll some dice or something like that. and. And have pretty much dinner. what they're hoping you'll do with exactly, that. Coupon, exactly, exactly, right? right? Hey, come spend some money with us and have dinner. Um, but for us, it's a date night to do something to Together. enjoy each other's company, and we get one free dinner out of it, right? Not so, bad. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, I mean, that's you know a, a product of me taking action on my mail. It's something so small, right? Another thing is, I'm sorry, like, did you just say your mail is so small? <laughs> I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. And well-organized. M-A-I-L. Got it. Take action on mails all day long. I bet you do. All day. Uh-huh. All day, baby. Um, so this is something that's so small, right? <laughs> Not... <laughs> this guy. We're children. We're 12-year-olds here. Um, but I, again, as it comes in, like I said, I just I just sort it. I decide what requires an action item, what doesn't. If it's junk, get rid of it. Sort it accordingly take action, schedule it in your phone, and move on. It works wonders for your productivity throughout the day. I am a person who is very, very good at procrastinating. I don't need any more help. So this, for these little action items that don't take hardly any time at all, absolutely works wonders mm-hmm. for me. Um, oh, another one of the things I mentioned that kind of applies to this. I'm a psychopath, so as soon as I get back from a vacation or a trip, I unpack my bag immediately before I do anything else. I get in the house, I begin to unpack my bag. Dirty clothes go in dirty clothes pile, separate them. Any clean clothes that I brought back were already separated in my bag. Those get put away, and my bag goes back in the closet up on the top shelf of the closet. Suitcase or duffel bag, whatever I brought. It's done. I can focus on everything else. If the next thing I want to do for the next hour is sit on the couch and watch TV or whatever that may be, I can do it, and I feel good because I got rid of the literal baggage um, that was hanging over my head. Smart plan. So that's one that I like. Called 60-second rule, two-minute rule, whatever whatever you want to call it. If it's something that you can do that takes less than two minutes, just do it right at that very moment. Get it done. That reminds me. I need to send you something. Oh, yeah. So that's one of mine. What about you, Glenn? Hmm. Or Roy, whoever wants to go, you guys can arm wrestle for it. For the next life hack. I mean, we can arm wrestle. But, uh... <laughs> so one of the ways that I find prioritizing is... <laughs> now, a lot of people you know, create to-do lists, mm-hmm. and they just don't know how to prioritize. And that can be quickly overwhelming because you, you put together this list of like 30 things that, that you need to do. <clears throat> and you just don't know how to, you know, do you do it based off importance, urgency, how much time does it take? The one that I recommend is urgency. And a good way of finding what that out, what that is... Is first off, you should have a numbered list, mm-hmm. right? So let's just say in this example, you've got five things 
numbered one through five. Then in order to prioritize like what's really important and what's urgent, I'll compare one to number two. Which one's more important? If it's number one, then I'll put a, just a, a check mark, a, a tally by it. And then I'll take one and three. What's more important? Put a tally by that number. And then one and four. And then one and five. And so for the first round, I have compared one to, to two, three, four, and five and said, okay, here's the important one. Next round, I don't need to do one anymore because I've already done it, so I'll compare two. I'll compare two and three, then two and four, then two and five. Third round, three and four, three and five, and then the very last round, four and five. It's a tournament of your tasks. Yes. They all get to face each other once. Who's going to win? <laughs> and then at the end, what you do is you just count up the tallies. And whatever has the most tallies is what you feel is the most important. Yeah. Whatever has the second most is second. And it's just such a quick way to eliminate emotion. Because especially, I've been doing a ton of research on procrastination lately. And one of the things that, that procrastination is, is defined as is not doing something because something else is more pleasurable. And so, for example, if I know I need to do laundry or I could watch this television program, I'm going to watch television because it's more satisfying to me. And so when you are trying to come up with a list of priorities, you got to take emotion out of it. And this is great because the emotion's out. So that is how I prioritize. I think that's one of the biggest reasons I like that. We talked in the past about this quadrant that I just drew here, the um, importancy versus urgency quadrant, right? Important, urgent, not important, urgent, not important, not urgent, urgent, not important. This, what you're... Episode 31. 31. So it's episode 31, folks, if you guys want to go back and listen to that. And I think that's a powerful, powerful exercise, but I like the way that you just kind of compare them because it gives you an idea to understand which one is urgent and why because clearly you keep gravitating towards it that's why it has the most tally marks if you will or points on your checklist so um thanks thanks for that i like that thank you all right my turn all right um hey you know mine i'm gonna give you something that'll start your day off right start your day off with positivity okay First thing I do when I wake up in the morning, if I want to have a good day or a better day, I'll start it off with positivity. I set my alarm, but more than that, it's, I guess I should go back a little bit because I prep whatever I need for the next day, the night before. That way I'm not racing for stuff in the morning. If so I have you to go set to work, yourself up for success first exactly, thing in the morning. You set yourself up for success the night before. That way when you start in the morning, you wake up, you know, you go, you'll, you'll get a quick shower, you'll get refreshed. But while you're in the shower, turn on some positive music. Music with uplifting words, easily understandable words, words that you can sing along to. Hum along to if you have no voice. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> but find <laughs> something with a positive message. Listen to a couple songs while you're, while you're prepping for the morning. Yeah. Get dressed, grab your stuff, eat your breakfast, whatever it is. Make sure that you continue the positive message as you leave the house. So turn on some positive music. Turn off the news. Turn off the political drama. 
Glenn. That's hey. I, I never. <laughs> I never start my day with politics. Yeah, don't I do. Never it. do. Don't do it because it'll I, get I wanna, you all riled there's, up. There's so much negativity in the world that it's easy to start your day off on the negative note. I I actually this is funny, right? I don't participate too much in politics. I like to discuss things with you because I like to understand your perspective. Uh-huh. Um, but I actually listen. I guess I'll call it politics in the morning. I listen to NPR a lot of times in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I like the take. It, people think it's kind of dry and boring, but that's kind of the point because it doesn't get me riled up. It just gets me informed, and I I think that's important for a lot of people. So it's kind of lame and boring, and it's real kind of monotone, but I don't know, man. For some reason, it does it for me on the way to work. Whatever, <laughs> hey, whatever puts you in a positive frame of mind, do that. Yeah. Start your day off with positivity. I like Post it. a positive message. On your doors, you're leaving your bedroom. So, how do you recognize those things to bring them into your into your life? So, how can we um, make that life hack actionable for listeners? So, you recognize what music makes you happy, and how do you do that? Well, you listen to the tone in, in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got a lot of angry tones, um, some fast music that you can't understand the words, it doesn't have a positive message to it. You know, no pimping hoes, no no. But that's sometimes no bitch positive. slapping. That's I mean, come on, positive message, that's not man. Positive message, man. <laughs> that's that's getting yourself into some trouble, you know. Yeah. So maybe create a playlist then. Create a playlist. So you got something ready made exactly. of songs that you know that have brought joy and positive emotions to you. As a matter of fact, um, Rohit and I discussed this back when I first started with Zones because the the first year had gone by. I was starting to get a little frustrated with things, mm-hmm. but I started creating a playlist. I called it mood music. Okay. And what it was was a whole bunch of songs that reminded me of different positive things that I, I enjoyed about my job. Hmm. And uh, I would listen to that if I started to get frustrated. Oh, you haven't listened to it in a while, have you? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, you keep calling and interrupting it. I know, I'm trying. I'm trying to get answers. <laughs> yeah. Man, this customer was crazy, bro. Hey, you know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully they start. Out. Hopefully they start their day off with a positive message. I hope so. I hope so because otherwise I'm getting emails at five in the morning, mm. and then I'm getting them at five o two. I like it. <laughs> so, so one, yeah, one of the, a couple of things you said to start your day off positive was, if if you're into music, listen to positive music. Create a playlist mm-hmm. of songs that you know have set yourself you up for success the night before Prep that way the night before that way if you know if you breakfast. have to leave early you know make sure you have a meal planned out or prepped mm-hmm. uh, make sure the stuff that you need to take with you to work is already bundled up and ready to go next to the door yeah that way you're not rushing around and, and getting yourself in a tizzy just because you know what you're a few minutes behind yeah good stuff the tizzy threw you off huh I've never heard that term before a tizzy fit nope it's a cis white hetero male term. It mm. is cis white hetero male term. All my cis white hetero male brothers out there. Oh snap! That's right. The brother of cis white hetero males. Okay, I'll stop. 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 No, it's good. I like it. I like it. Um, another one I've got is gonna be. It, it, I don't really know what to call this, right? So I just called it. Take personal notes. But what I mean by personal notes is not notes about yourself or individually. It's notes about loved ones. So on my phone, I've created a folder. I just use a native notes app in my phone, and I name it by the person that I want to keep notes on. So this could be for friends, family, loved ones, people you hate, a boss, a coworker, whatever that may be. 
But take notes every time you notice something that they like or that brings them joy. So one of the things that I'm going to mention is a, a list for that I have for Emily. She won't listen to this, so it's fine. I can share a few things there on this. <laughs> hey, Emily. Yeah, um, you want to listen. So I wrote a few things down, and when she mentioned them, right? So this list has been going on for a long time. So I have a camera here listed, a digital camera. She mentioned it in Peru because she kept taking pictures with her phone. And it still is a good idea to this day because before I went to the JT concert, she was trying to download a bunch of stuff from her phone to erase stuff to create space so she could take pictures on her phone. She had digital cameras, don't have to worry about that. Memory cards are cheap. It's so easy to transfer data from memory card to your phone. But if you don't have a MacBook, it's kind of a pain in the ass to clear up space on an iPhone. Because you have to, it's just a process, right? So it'll be things like that in here. I've got uh, a couple of different bottles of wine for us to try. I've got places that she likes to eat, Indo-Asian. She loves Korean food. It's next to the Harvester in the Stadium District in downtown Tacoma. Uh, Radio Room, Tin Shed. These are two places in Portland that we wanted to check out. Wanderlust Tech Mesh is her favorite Lululemon pant. So it's little things like this that I take notes of just throughout my time with her. Uh, a little a cheat sheet for, for your friends. Cheat sheet for happiness, man. Yeah. Yeah, we'll call it that, a cheat sheet for your friends. Create a cheat sheet for your friends and family. So for me, it is just absolutely worked wonders. If she's in a bad mood or had a rough week and I want to think of something that's going to cheer her up, I can go to this list. Birthdays, Christmas, whatever event. You know, I have a list that reminds me of things that she likes. Scrunchy, the fabric kind. She wanted to go to the fabric scrunchies instead. It's something, it could be something that little or something as, you know, large as a nice digital camera, right? The importance of this list, I, I can't even begin to express. It has saved my bacon I don't know how many times. So I highly recommend it. Create a cheat sheet for your friends and family. It's fantastic. Do it on your phone, laptop, computer, physical journal, notebook, whatever you want. I, I think it's great. I love it. And I put little check marks, if you guys can see this, next to the things that I've already gotten or that she's already gotten. But I don't delete them because I want to remember that it was there. So now I know. Like one of them was a robe and a black vest. So I'm like, okay, she's got a robe. What about slippers? When were slippers on here? When did I check that off the list? Does she need new slippers? And something like that. So it's huge for me. I love it. Absolutely love it. Best life hack ever. <laughs> uh my next one is, I love the word passion. And with, with that word, it means, it, I, the, I think the reason why I like it is there's so many topics that we've done that encompass passion. You know, seeing, seeing the world through the eyes of a child or, mm. or you know, things like that where, where you just are, are so amazed by something and, and you want to know all about it. There's, there's a term called a boot camp out there, right? And what that means is you are inundated and immersed in this experience. And you're not thinking about anything else. You are just in that mindset. And that is one of one of my life hacks. It sounds confusing because it, it I didn't say it, it really right. Is. But um, <laughs> I didn't present it well. But, Boot um, camp is a life hack? So, for example... Um, 
I think if, if you are curious about something, maybe starting a new hobby or, or you want to learn something about something, we're so used to just going to our phone and, and checking something, right? Let me just do a quick search on it. Okay, there it is. Uh, maybe you get enough information to act upon it. I'd say 90% of the time you don't because you get distracted. You don't really dive in as deep as you should. But there are people whose passion is your curiosity. So a curiosity that I've had for a long time is flying. I, I love I love flying uh, both as, well, no, I've only experienced it as a, as a passenger, but I was once given an opportunity to actually be in the cockpit of, of a, I think, a DC-10 or something. Oh, okay. Or, or a DC-80 or something. Um, I, I came on and I was asking the pilots like tons of information and, and they saw how enthusiastic I was. And they were just, do you want to come check things out? You got your wings. Yeah, they gave me like Alaska Airlines gave me some yeah. way. I mean, I was beyond thrilled. And I'm sitting there and, and the co-pilot was like, well, I have to use the restroom anyways. Why don't you hop in my seat? And I'm all like, I realize I'm brown. <laughs> you know, this is post 9-11. Like, oh. I, I was very kind you of fit the description. Standoffish, so speak, you know. Right. Um, I'm from India, which which people think is Middle East. It's not. It's South Central Asia. It's considered the Indian subcontinent. It's not considered Middle East. Kind of North Central Asia. And so, um, and so that you know, once I once I kind of knew that they were okay with me being there, <laughs> it was just. I mean, I was so thrilled. And the pilot was like, "How long have you been flying?" I was like, "I haven't." He's like, "You know a lot about this stuff." Because I was like, "Oh, is this the yoke?" And oh, is this where this alarm is? And oh, here's the the attitude meter. Um, here's the altitude, like all the different things, right? And attitude is is something. Um, I've said that before, and people are like, you mean altitude? No, it's attitude. You said um, attitude, then altitude specifically yeah. after one another. So I was like, okay, it must be something. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's got to be something. Um, and so I, I, you know, and it was just so incredible for me. And so I, I have this passion for flight, and and not just necessarily wanting to fly, but but even the science behind it, like why a plane's able to take off and all that kind of stuff. And so there was a local um, aeronautics uh, event going on. So I went there last weekend and it was so amazing because they've got like 400 plus vendors, people from all over the state who, mm-hmm. who fly and different schools and things like that. And what really made it exciting for me is I didn't realize it's only a hundred bucks to be able to fly. Like me, you know, taking 30 minutes of lesson and then okay, you know I'm gonna hand the hand the the yoke and the the steering over to you. And I didn't realize that. Like in in my head, it was always like, oh, this has got to be at least like five six hundred dollars, I would think, you know. But here it is. Here's this thing that's been on my list for so long, and I did some research into it, but not really. But now that I was in this environment where everybody's doing it, it completely opened up my eyes. There's so many free classes. So much stuff. I mean, I just loved it. And and that's the biggest thing I, I always tell people when it comes to personal development seminars as well. You go to a, you go to a, a one-day seminar and you end up feeling good. You go to a weekend-long seminar and, yeah, things are, are really starting to kick in. The most powerful ones are the week-long ones because for a week you are in a hotel in that environment. You don't know anyone, so all your friends are the people that you make from that seminar 
You go to dinner and you're talking about the seminar. You go to lunch and talk about the seminar for a week. You forget. It, it takes like two or three days, but you forget about the outside world. And I remember I went to one. It was about three years ago. And I was sitting there and stuff like that. And I was like, I just realized it's the it's the all-star game right now for the MLB. And you're a huge baseball fan. And I completely forgot about it because I, I was that immersed. Wow. Summertime. Yeah. And I think that's that's what we need to do is if, if you have a curiosity about something, there's trade shows all over the place. Go to meetup.com. There's plenty of stuff out there. Find a mentor. Do something a lot more than just pulling up your favorite website because that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> <laughs> a website will get you partially informed, but being truly immersed is a life-altering experience. Yeah. Because if you would have looked it up online and just saw it, you would have been like, oh, that's cool. Now I know. Yeah. Would you have taken much action? No. Probably not. Well, it's, it's just like you. You want to run a marathon. Yeah. And you could have done research. Mm-hmm. But then you talk to Nate. Yeah. Right? Nate said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Okay, cool, let's do it. And then I started doing research. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. We got we to gotta take this seriously. So it, it makes it more real, I think. Instead of just a, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I would like to. Or as Tony Robbins says, um, we all say, I should do this, I should do that. And if that's what you say all the time, you end up with a shitty life. Shitty life. Nobody wants a shitty life. I'm going to change the name of the podcast. Oh, gosh. Get your shoulds Should together. together. <laughs> it applies. Yeah. It does. It does. All right. Well, you guys can continue talking. Uh, I had that <clears throat> habanero salsa, so I'm going to grab a tongue real quick. Ooh. Glenn, Ooh. I think you should go next. You know what? While we're talking about, you know, jalapenos and habanero sauce and tums, Let's talk about meal prep. Oh, dang. If you want to eat healthier, if that's one thing you'd, you've been talking about for a long time, or heck, if you just want to eat on a regular schedule, hell, if you hate cooking all the time, take one day during the week where you cook all your meals. Your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner for all seven days. Okay. Put them into Tupperware. Freeze them. Hmm. That way they're ready to go. You just pull it out for Monday. You got your own frozen you stuffers. Got, you've literally got your own home-cooked meal. It's prepped. All you have to do is throw it in the microwave or you know, maybe dish it out into the oven, however you want to do it, whatever type of food it is. But it's already prepped. All you have to do is heat it up, basically, and you've got a meal. Your whole week is planned for food. You don't have to worry about, hey, what am I going to eat? You know what you're going to eat. You've prepped your food. You also don't have to worry about cooking every day. You've already cooked. Everything's already prepped. You've spent one day creating your meals, planning it out. It's also easier to avoid those instances where you end up going, ah, what do I do? I, I left my, my, I didn't cook anything for breakfast. I'm, I'm going to go through McDonald's, mm-hmm. get a Egg McMuffin and, and, Four hash browns. and Ooh, the hash browns are the best. And put one of my hash browns on my egg McMuffin. You know what? Do you do that too, by the way? I don't because I don't eat eggs. Not anymore? Or did you never? Never did. Oh, really? Never did like them. So what did you get from McDonald's? Did we just get like a sausage biscuit Yeah, thing just or get something? a sausage biscuit or sausage McMuffin. Do you put uh, the hash brown on there? You know what? I never did that, but I Bro. probably should have. I'm, I'm regretting it, but then again, I'm never going to taste that because I'm avoiding McDonald's. 
Well, the next time you go to McDonald's, try it. I'll I'm not saying go to that. McDonald's. I'll I'm not saying go that. to McDonald's, but I'm saying if you go, that's what you try. I will do that if I ever go to McDonald's for breakfast. Done. But then again, as long as I'm planning my meals like this, I won't ever have to worry about it. This is true. This is true. So you're saying <clears throat> pick a night of the week, prep food, prep yeah, meals for prep the whole week, meals. And three it, days, five days, seven days, whatever you want. You spend about an hour of one of your free times and just cook all your meals. Even if it's something simple as you're just putting cereal into a bowl for Monday. Label that bowl Monday. Hmm. Monday breakfast. And it's ready to go. You don't have to worry about getting up Monday and cooking something or... Done. Yeah, it's done. Hmm. You just have your meal. It's ready to go. You have your meal to take with you to work. You pop it in the microwave at work. Don't have to worry about, I forgot my lunch or didn't really cook anything. I'm going to go out to Burger King. (laughs) Don't go to Burger King. No, man, that stuff will give you gas. (laughs) Gasola. Their new spicy crispy chain sandwich I had that the other day. It's pretty good. Really? Yeah. How'd you feel afterwards? Um, I liked it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not yet, so, not yet. That's next. So I'm, I'm trying to narrow it down. There's, there's some food that gives me the burps. Mm-hmm. And Burger King for me. I don't Custom know. Well, I'm trying to <clears throat> narrow down the ingredient. I think it might be garlic. Or, oh, really? Sorry, not garlic. Onion powder is, is kind of what I'm narrowing it down to. Onion powder and white onions. Wow. Because yellow and red Fine. all day. Hmm. Hmm. Unique. Food prepping it is, my man. Well, I expect some leftovers next time, brother. Next time you do a bacon wrap mashed potato casserole. (laughs) It's a bacon potato loaf. Baked potato loaf wrapped in bacon. Bacon potato loaf. Man. So, thank you for that, Glenn. Mm -hmm. I've got, uh, I got one more. It's a quick and easy one. It is a life hack to help you organize your life and your schedule. And it is so simple. A lot of people use these things, but mostly only professionally. Have a shared calendar with your loved ones, friends, family, whatever it is. Um, Emily and I do it. It's absolutely huge. Uh, Other friends that I have that are on iCal as well, we do the same thing. Um, That was a shameless plug for an iPhone operating system. Both of y'all got Android. No. Yeah, both of y'all got Android. I'm on, I'm on iPhone. That's how I roll. But the shared calendar, I think, is huge for me because Emily's got a huge family. We've got an awesome core group of friends. And there's a lot of events that are going on, right? So if we don't schedule these things, they won't happen. Also, we won't know when we can schedule time for ourselves because we commit ourselves to so many of these things that it can kind of consume our lives if we don't schedule them out, right? So... If it's a date that Emily has something going on, she puts it in the calendar, she invites me to it, so that way that I have it on my calendar. Same thing with me. I put it in my calendar, I invite her to it, so she's aware of it. Uh, We just got tickets for a play. It's at the end of June. It's in the calendar now. Because that's a ways out. You know, if I bought tickets to a play and I'm like, oh, okay, I don't remember. Somebody may say, you want to go camping in June? Or do you want to go here? Do you want to go to Vegas? you want to do this? All those things sound great. But if I don't prioritize and organize my personal life, I'm going to potentially overcommit to too many people and to too many activities or whatever it may be. So it helps us out a ton and it gives us the ability to take a look at our calendar and say, okay, out of these five weekends in March, 
this is the only one that's not booked. Emily's working this weekend. So our work schedule is another thing. Her weekends alternate. So she'll put that on there. The podcast is on there. So she sees it. We have, the three of us have a podcast invite on an Outlook calendar. Emily and I have it on iCal. It's color-coded. It's a different color. So those things are huge for us. Oh, sorry. Another thing we put in there is bills. When our bills do. Mortgage, light bill. I have uh, no interest on the Best Buy thing for the TV, right? So stuff like that. When auto pay bills come out, when it's time to pay the mortgage, garbage. Garbage is another one. Because we get garbage every other week. We don't go through much. I don't know which one's which a lot of times. And I'll forget. And if I miss one then it's another three weeks before it comes back again. So garbage every other week and recycle and yard waste alternate, right? So that's something, another thing that's in the calendar. I could take a look. Smith Brothers. There's so many things that I have in my calendar. It's ridiculous, but it's nice. Those reminders are absolutely critical. I have created the, my personal calendar to be a tool to really help me know when I have certain things going on in my life and, and when I share it, and it's phenomenal. I love it. All right. The one of the life hacks that I do, uh, my third one, is I keep a journal of bad foods and or habits. And really, it's it's not necessarily like foods that I need to avoid because we all know what we should do, right? We all know what foods to avoid, what foods to have. Do we do that? No, because of our taste buds. That's it. Um, Only. But but for example, if I mentioned earlier, we, we went to Qdoba beforehand, and I always get the habanero salsa. I do it without even thinking about it. And then a couple hours later, without even thinking about it, my stomach starts hurting. I never really put the two together. It's, as strange as that sounds, you're just like, oh, my stomach's kind of feeling a little weird right now. But I never thought back to like, okay, what's the cause of this? So I started keeping a, a bad food journal. And what that does is once I consume the food, then... Afterwards, I give my my take on it. For example, with this habanero sauce, I'm going to say, okay, a couple hours later, your, your stomach's going to hurt a little bit. That's about it. Um, maybe not have it on recording day. You know, have it somewhere. <laughs> but what's interesting is it's helping me make healthy choices because I want to now. Because now when I think about the bad foods, I associate the bad memories. I did this with Top Ramen the other day. And I was like, wow, you know, felt gross, felt nauseous, felt like just icky. And so now next time I'm in the mood for Top Ramen, I'm going to be like, oh, no, I don't want to feel that again. It's not worth it. Can't do it. And so that's important because what it does is it gives you a measuring stick. Is what what I'm going to face later on Mm -hmm. worth this, you know, time right now? Yeah. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But but at least now I'm I'm more aware. And the thing is, anytime you eat a salad, you're gonna feel good afterwards. Oh yeah. I've never eaten a salad and, and regretted it or felt bad. Mm-hmm. But when you go to a restaurant and you see the salad menu, you just you don't even pay attention to it. You go straight to like the main course or whatever. Yeah. And now I'm gonna look more at the salads and stuff because salads are delicious. They are phenomenal. When you convince yourself to order one. Yeah. And you're like, why don't I do this more often? It's crisp. It's tasty. It's earthy. There's all different kinds of salads, different kinds of things in salads. Yeah. You don't like salad? Glenn's looking at me crazy. I, I, know I, I No, I eat a salad every morning right now. That's part of my 
my weekly diet. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah. I, I do that as breakfast, but I hate salads. Really? I really do. I'm know. making Very myself sweet. I'm making mm. myself eat it because I know it's a healthier alternative to McDonald's. Right? How about this? How about this? The three of us, we're going to do a podcast meal. We're going to go to Duke's Chowder House, and you're going to try their steak salad. But again, that, that salad's going to have more calories than the salads I'm eating. Because Pretty much just lettuce and a little bit of cheese and some turkey. It'll have less calories than that burrito you ate. Oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, see that's, that's the other thing, Glenn, that, that I want to say is, it, yeah, the, the caloric intake might be a little bit higher. Not but okay. overall, you think about the, the nutritional value that you're gaining. Mm-hmm. And if you only eat salads that you just described, that sounds boring and, and not good. And I love salads. Yeah, if you just dump out of a bag of salad and put ranch on it or something. Nope. No dressing. No dressing. See? But then again, I also feel much better throughout the day as I do that. Yeah. You put, like, lemon on it or something? No. Nothing at all? Just Mm. try? No, it's just the the lettuce, a little bit of cheese, and then turkey. We need to order the man a Waldorf. Oh, man. Don't play around. Don't play around. Good Mm. old chef salad. Some ham and cheese and egg. (sighs) I told you, man. I don't yeah, I'm not, I'm not right. an egg guy. I'm not an egg guy. I forgot. Some candied walnuts and pears and oh, gorgonzola and oh, spring mix. I like feta over gorgonzola. On a salad? Yeah. Or just in general? Just in general, but on a salad as well. Mm. I think gorgonzola is good on like a burger or something. Strawberries and blue cheese. Oh, yeah. With candied walnuts. I would do feta still, personally. Really? Personally. Mm. Yeah. I like the firmness and saltiness of it. Welcome to this episode where we're going to talk about <laughs> GYST's salad. salads. <laughs> salads just make me angry. Bringing me to my final. We told yeah, what you got, Glenn? I've talked about this in the past on several episodes. Have but you really? how, I, how I deal with my anger. I have an anger journal. It's really an emotion journal, but... Anger is what I tend to put in there. Anger is the emotion that you put in there. (laughs) No, literally, I keep a journal of what things make me angry, and then I analyze them. I I fill out the journal beyond that. I'll write down, okay, why am I feeling angry? Well, this happened. Well, why am I allowing that to ruin my entire day? Is it really that important? Someone cut me off on the road. Okay, that's five minutes of my time. Just, you know, I'm going to cuss at him for four minutes. It only happened in one minute. <laughs> but why am I going to let it move beyond that? Only four minutes you're going to cuss at them? Yeah, four minutes now. I mean, my, my, top, <laughs> my, my top time was almost like eight hours later. <laughs> <laughs> and it happened to me. I was he the was, one driving. He was, he was with and it, yeah, it happened He to was him, the passenger. I remember hearing that story. Yeah, Did you guys go to a great. movie? You yeah, guys we went, were driving somewhere. We went to a movie or something like We that, got right? cut off going to the movie. We went to the movie. We watched the movie. We came out, and I'm like, dude, I'm still fucking eating. pissed off about It was about like this. later on you guys were eating or something like that, right? Or something? Yeah, no, just, just driving. Just and just the guy, I mean, he probably wasn't paying attention. It was like merging over, merging over. It was probably about six inches away where I was like, okay, he doesn't see me honk. Yeah. He's like, turned back in his lane. And I continue the conversation. Yeah. And you look over and Glenn just beat red. Angry. He looked like our on-air sign. <laughs> Doesn't take much to get me that, that red, though. So. Dude, you got to relax. Take a chill pill, player. Yeah, but I'll, I'll sit there and I'll write down my the, the things that make me angry. When I feel anger, I get it out on paper. Hmm. 
then I analyze it. Okay, why am I angry? Is it really that important for me? Is it going to improve my life to remain angry over it? And that helps me get a little more perspective on my emotional state. Hmm. Helps me control my anger before I get to that point where I do explode or have a heart attack or a stroke or... Yeah, we don't want that. Or kill someone and end up in prison. (laughs) Don't do that either. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. Ladies and gentlemen, do not commit murder. It's bad. Murder is bad. (laughs) Terrible. Murder is bad. So this would be essentially just documenting your feelings. In your case, a lot of times it's it's anger and frustration. It helps helps put things into perspective. Hmm. Um, Because not only that, you're you're forced to look at it. You're forced um, to analyze and, and understand why you're really angry. Yeah. You're making it real. Damn right. Anything put on paper is real. Yeah. Like I'm it. angry because someone stepped on my shoes. Why why am I really angry about that? There's some Jordans, man. They're it's expensive right. shoes, right? Me, but like four hundred dollar pair of Jordans, man, they got them dirty and scuffed. That's why I don't wear them. Okay, well Did they do it on purpose? Probably not. Did they apologize? No, they're assholes. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so upset. They didn't apologize. They didn't realize how valuable these are. Hmm. Okay, so I'll just chalk that one up to ignorance. Hmm. And I'll chalk up my anger as not necessary. Hmm. And I'm going to get some polish out and clean my shoes later. you damn right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think it definitely would help. Sounds like it's helped you quite a bit. It has. It has. I haven't killed anyone yet. That's good. <laughs> Neither have I, though, by the way. So there's that. I haven't, Our, physically, I haven't Rogan, physically assaulted anyone in, in years and never without being attacked first. So The way you say that is like you're a reformed serial killer. I haven't physically assaulted anyone in years. It's like, geez, Gwen, that's, that's where you set the bar? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This week's episode has been about your GYSD life hacks. As we begin to wrap up, we gave you nine life hacks today, about three from each of us. A few things to help you out. Do either of you gentlemen have anything else to share with our listeners as we close out this week's episode? Not really. No? Shared enough? You done? Bastards. Totally kidding. So we want to thank you guys for listening again this week. Right now, (laughs) yeah, you should do it. Glenn's working on his anger journal as we speak. (laughs) So we want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Again, we wanted to give you guys something that can have some action items for yourself to take down uh, Rohit's list of how he prioritizes activities or tasks that need to be accomplished. I think is fantastic. Uh, one of the things that I like from for myself is the personal notes, probably the biggest one. The 60 seconds is nice, but the personal notes I really, really like because it's helped me a ton. Glenn, you've got a couple, right? I mean, when you talk about with the meal prep thing as well as your anger journal, those are things that seem to help you out quite a bit. So take from this what you can and bring it into your own life and see how it improves yourself, whether that be starting your morning off on a positive note, truly immersing yourself in something that you think that you may want to do, like with Rohit, flying. Jump into that cockpit. Don't be afraid, even if you're brown and got a beard. You fit the description. With that being said, 
Thanks, everyone, for listening and tuning in next week to the episode of the GYSD Podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 